Good morning, good afternoon, whatever it is for you guys. I'm seriously so excited to be talking to you again. You have no idea. How has everyone been? I'm literally sitting here in my hoodie. It's super cozy. And a lot of you guys are going to disagree with me, but fall is here. Spooky season is here. Pumpkin season is here. So if you're still stuck in summer, you got to go somewhere else. I'm just kidding. You guys can totally stay. And if you're staying to hear about today's topic, then you're going to need a glass of water, maybe even a snack. If you're driving, listen close, but also pay attention to the road because some of y'all drive crazy in Columbus. Anyways, buckle in because today we're going to be talking about some things that might be a little uncomfy for some of you. I know it's definitely an uncomfy topic for me, but we'll get through it together. Today, I want to talk about the thing that nobody wants to talk about, and that is self-awareness. And I know you're thinking, Destiny, I'm literally here for the fitness content. I'm here to have a better body. I'm here for all of that. Well, if you've been listening to some of my other episodes, you know that my biggest thing is really honing in on how your mental health affects your progress in the gym. And if you're not here for gym content and you're just here for self-improvement content, I've got that for you too, because what we're talking about today is going to help you in literally every aspect of your life. I'm not saying it's going to change everything and I'm not saying it's going to, you know, make your life better overnight, but just bear with me because we've got some good stuff. Self-awareness is the deepest level of knowing yourself, the level of knowing yourself to an extent where you can literally sit with yourself and say, this is why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. This is why I'm acting the way that I'm acting. This is why I keep the people that I keep. Everything that your life revolves around has to do with self-awareness and how much of that you've practiced in your life. I just want to preface this by saying I'm not a therapist. I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm speaking from experience. I'm speaking from research that we're going to get into and If you guys have never practiced this self-concept of self-awareness, it's going to drastically change. One, it's going to change your goals. And two, it's going to change the way you see the results of your goals. So what is self-awareness? Well, first, I want you to ask yourself, what isn't working for me? What is it that keeps, it's that rock that keeps hitting me every time I try to advance? And you can literally ask yourself this as it pertains to the fitness side of your life, friendships, relationships, etc. What is the common denominator in every problem that you have or every problem that you've had so far? This is a big question that a lot of us are not willing to ask ourselves because it forces us to face a huge realization that we are the common denominator in a lot of our issues, right? So if you're someone who you know, you've seen a lot of different trainers and you're just not seeing the results that you want to. And you're someone that blames the trainer or, you know, you're seeing a therapist or many different therapists and you blame the therapist. Ask yourself, what is the common denominator in those problems? Because nine times out of 10, you'll find it's you. And I don't say this to attack you or to say like, you're the problem or point fingers at anyone because I've literally had to do this with myself. But what is the reason that you haven't gotten to where you want to be? What are the questions that you're not asking yourself? To dig even deeper than this, let's go back to Freud's three structures of the personality theory. So Freud's three structures include the ID, the ego, and the superego. All three are very different, but play 
a huge role in all of each other's functions. So the first one, ID, this contains all of your urges and impulses and survival instincts. And this is how we respond to the things that feel good. How are we going to get the things that are going to make us feel good? This is literally our body's chemical way of deciding what's going to be satisfying to us and what is going to make us feel better in that moment. This is a very important one to understand because if you're someone who seeks instant gratification for the things that you're working through, then this might be a really, really important one for you to focus on and hone in on because This is a very, very common problem for a lot of people struggling with their fitness goals or with relationship goals is that the instant gratification seems to be better than the long-term work and effort that goes into actually having what you want. So that's our ID. The second one that we're going to talk about is ego. This is the one that I definitely have struggled with in the past and the one that I know a lot of people struggle with too. This is the part of our self-awareness idea that looks for the problems in other people instead of acknowledging what's going on within us, right? So, you know, in the past, if someone gave me constructive criticism, like in high school or whatever, it would always be turned back around on them. So a very important part of learning your ego and your self-awareness level and your ego is saying, okay, so maybe this isn't an attack on me. This is simply something that I could be working on. This is also the part of our brain that when someone brings an issue to us, our first instinct is to say, well, what about you? You're not perfect. If you have ever found yourself saying something like this, this is why. It's that part of your brain that just, it can't handle that level of looking within yourself. It has to look outward at other people. When taking constructive criticism, you have to look at two things. One, Who is it coming from? Is it somebody that you respect? Someone that, you know, is where you would like to be at? Someone that's been achieving the goals that you would like to achieve? Is it someone that has substance in what they're talking about? And two, is it something that pertains to you personally? If someone's giving you constructive criticism and it has nothing to do with the goals that you've set for yourself, then it's not something that you really need to dive too far into. I'll give you guys a funny example. For me, I'm not a huge like makeup guru. I don't know a lot about makeup. So one of my best friends is a makeup artist and she will give me advice about makeup and she'll say, well, you should you know, do this instead of this or try this product instead of this. And <laughs> to me, it's honestly all the same. As long as I look you know, the way I want to look, I, I don't think too much about it. So if someone's giving you constructive criticism and it's not something that's really important to you reaching certain goals, then I wouldn't worry too much about it. I literally love her to death and she has helped me find some of the best products that I would have never found. So I'm forever grateful for her. Anyways, and the third one that we're going to talk about is super ego. So this is our voice of conscience or the doing what's right part of our brain. This really helps us pick up on social cues and what's quote, socially acceptable for the decisions that we're going to make. This part of our brain also helps us control ID impulses. So for example, your urges and impulses of the ID, um, something that might feel good, it might not be socially acceptable. It might not be something that you should do. And that's where the super ego comes into play. So you're probably thinking, Destiny, I've heard all of this in school. I've already learned about this in psych. Why are we talking about this? Because it's a huge factor about why we make the decisions that we make and how to make better decisions and be more self-aware in decision-making. 
No matter what your goals are and no matter why you're here listening to this podcast, self-awareness is key and what you do with that self-awareness is completely up to you. Let's say you're a new mom or a new parent and you're seeing all of these other women and all these other parents doing better than you are. And I put huge quotes around better because everything on social media is, as we know, exaggerated. So you see someone that's doing better than you are, you know, they have a nicer body, nicer stuff. They seem to have like such an easy time parenting, right? Or another example, you see someone successful living in a calm, relaxed state of life, someone who travels, super successful in their business. And what are your first thoughts? I want you to really visualize this for a second. Imagine your favorite influencer or celebrity or someone that you look up to that just seems to have everything put together. Where does your mind go in this moment? And be really honest with yourself because it's important to note, do you think, well, yeah, they have X, Y, and Z because just because of this, or does your mind say, okay, well, what are they doing that I can learn from in order to put me in that position? This is a huge part of self-awareness, understanding the questions that you're asking yourself and why you're asking them. I did it too. When I was a new mom, I would literally see all these influencer moms that, you know, were in the gym like the second day after they gave birth and they had all of this stuff to make their lives easier and they had like the perfect matching outfits and all of that. And my immediate reaction would be, well, they only have all that stuff because they're famous or because they have a lot of money or because they have extra time. But what that was really saying about me is that I don't have it figured out yet. And I'm not comfortable with someone else having it figured out while I don't. So instead of making those comments to myself, I would then go and look at those same influencers, those same celebrities, those same people, and think, how did they get to where they're at? What kind of changes did they make in their life that put them in that position? Let's take this a step further to a more personal level. Let's say that you find out an ex of yours is seeing someone new, or a best friend that you used to have has a new best friend. Do you immediately seek out or point out someone's flaws, differences between you and the other person? Are you someone that sits there and compares the way they look or their degrees or you know their social status or whatever it is? Or are you able to say, we're just different and that's a better fit for them than I was? Do you guys understand where I'm starting to go with this? It's so easy to let our superficial minds get in the way of accomplishing like what we actually need to accomplish. It's so easy to sit back and be, you know, jealous or envious or angry about things that are really holding us back from accomplishing all of those things that we want. One of my all-time favorite exercises to do, and I'm not talking about physical exercises or workouts or anything like that. One of my favorite things to do, and I'll use this in the gym too with personal relationships friendships, everything. I'll ask myself, Destiny, why am I doing what I'm getting ready to do? What's the reason? And if I answer myself honestly, and if you answer yourself honestly and think, okay, I'm probably saying X because I really feel Y, then that moment of self-awareness, that small moment of self-awareness can make such a huge difference in the decision that you make after. I want to give you guys a personal example because I'm a visual person and I think it helps if you can kind of picture it. One time I was working out and, you know, in the middle of working out, I think I was doing leg extensions and, you know, I got some news that made me like so angry, just so enraged. And I was 
physically hot. Like when I get mad, my body temperature just changes and my anxiety was just going through the roof. And without even taking a minute to think about it, I put my weight down. Like I put my leg out of the machine and I decided I was done with my workout. I quit. And I got to the locker room and I looked in the mirror and I said, why are we doing this? Why are we letting this stop us from finishing what we came here to do? In that moment, I had to just take a second to realize that the thing that I was getting upset about and the thing that I was going to let ruin my day wasn't something that was worth ruining my day. And it took that moment of self-awareness of saying to myself, Destiny, this isn't worth quitting our workout. This isn't worth going home and you know being upset over it. If you can apply that way of thinking into your everyday situations, I promise you it'll change the quality of your decision-making. Like I just, I'm I'm speaking from experience, guys. I can't tell you this enough. It will change the way you react to things and the way that you make your decisions. So what did I do in that moment? I went back and I finished my workout. Did I want to? No, of course I wanted to go home and be upset about it and, you know, just quit for the day. I don't know if you guys just caught that, but I literally just burped, but we're going to keep it going. So this ability to stop and reflect and really practice my self-awareness, it's a skill that's gotten me through some of the hardest times of my life. And I know that it can really aid you in getting through some of the hardest times of your life too. But again, I use the word practice because it's not something that you can acquire overnight. Not only that, but once you think that you finally have it, because some days I will think like, I've got this, I have so much self-awareness, I know for a fact I won't. And then you do. So you have to be really understanding with yourself too and realize that you're going to have days where you slide back a little bit. But as long as you're self-aware about that as well, you'll keep going. You know, I've said this before on this podcast, but progress isn't linear. So when you feel yourself sliding back or getting into those superficial ways of thinking or those low energy ways of thinking, you have to remind yourself that you're in that place. Like, oh, I'm in a really low negative space right now. And this is not a place that we've worked to be at. So understanding that and practicing is the key. Another idea that I've come to realize goes along with this self-awareness concept is longevity. How much are these things and these issues really going to matter in the long run? And I mean, if you really sit down and think about it, if I let something small piss me off to the point where I couldn't even finish a workout, where I physically went home over something so small, was that issue worth something that's so important to me? What is the risk versus the reward? And this idea can be applied to your friendships, your relationships. Again, I'm no guru here. I'm no expert, but you live and you learn. I've been there. And how much self-awareness you're able to have to keep the small things from ruining a big thing is such an important part of your life. It's not a bad thing to find yourself in those places of sliding backwards. It becomes a problem when you stay there and you set up camp and you decide, okay, this is just the way I'm going to think now. I have no reason to keep going because this is just the way that I am. But if you're someone that knows, okay, from time to time, I do have an issue with, you know, letting little things get to me or letting small things hinder my day, then that's progress in itself. If you are able to say, these small things really tend to bother me, that's already progress, just admitting that to yourself. I feel that we fail ourselves the most when we lie to ourselves. 
if something bothers you, and even if you think it's small, or even if someone else says, why are you worried about something so small? Like I just used in my gym example, if you lie to yourself and tell yourself that that doesn't bother you, I think that you're doing more damage. And I know for a fact, it's done more damage to me in the past than just saying, okay, this is something that really bothers me, but I'm not going to let it bother me to the point of affecting my day. Guys, be honest with yourself. I, every time I deal with something that is stressful or hard or heartbreaking or whatever it is, I have to sit with it for a little while and I have to understand and almost welcome the feeling and be like, okay, this sucks. This just fucking sucks. But you know what? We're not going to let it ruin our day, our week, our whole life, just because it sucks for right now. Like I mentioned earlier, you guys, I'm a huge visual person when it comes to learning new things. So Think of this analogy for a second, and if you've already heard it before or if you've heard something similar, just stay with me. If you're thirsty and your body's telling you, my mouth is so dry, I need water, I'm thirsty, you're going to listen to it and you're going to go get a glass of water. So when your mind is telling you, I'm frustrated, I'm hurt, I'm jealous, whatever it is, why are we not paying attention to that? Why are we ignoring that and not being self-aware enough to understand those feelings? Sometimes it can be so hard to listen to ourselves and listen to what we need because of where we feel like we should be at. And the shoulds are what always fuck us up because we always think, okay, well, I should be over this or I should be past this or I should be in school or I should be further ahead in life. Like the shoulds and us not listening to what's actually going on with us, that's what keeps us in a state of just being stagnant. I'm not sitting here and telling you that we have all the answers. I don't have the answers. I'm telling you that when you're in a place of lack and you're in a place of wanting more, but not being honest with yourself, because I've been in this place, you guys. And if you're in this place, I know you understand. It's so hard to express that. And it's so hard to actually go after what you want and be honest about what it's going to take to get there. If we're going to be really honest with each other on this podcast, sometimes becoming more self-aware means spending more time with yourself. And that is such a scary thing for a lot of people to do and understand because a lot of people would rather have, you know, half a person than no person. And for me, I feel like once you're so comfortable with yourself and your self-awareness, you don't mind being alone. Of course, we absolutely love our friends to death and we love our kids and we love our family and the important people in our lives. But when was the last time you actually asked yourself the hard questions and sat in a room by yourself? And maybe you're by yourself right now listening to this and you're thinking, wow, this is the first time in a long time that I've actually been with myself. Are you self-aware enough to enjoy your own company? Is it a comfortable feeling for you to be alone? Is it uncomfortable for you because you're missing something? Is it uncomfortable because you're lacking a purpose? Really ask yourself those hard questions. I think that you'll find in the process of becoming more self-aware and becoming more comfortable with who you are and spending more time alone that it will feel weird at first and it will feel super uncomfortable in the beginning but the more time you do that and the more time you have these conversations with yourself the more it'll make sense something that I have never understood and I've done my best to understand is people that enjoy getting up at 4 or 5 a.m to work out and I'm not knocking it by any stretch but 
I've never been one of those people that enjoyed it or understood it. So I used to be that person that would say like, oh my God, I don't understand how people can enjoy this. Like this sucks until I actually started trying it. And while I still don't love getting up at four or 5 a.m. to work out, I understand the therapy in it. And I understand how some people can enjoy that, you know, getting it out of the way and getting their workout over with before their day starts. I think the same idea can be applied to practicing the self-awareness that we've been talking about. It may sound like lame or whatever at first to spend time with yourself or get to know yourself or, you know, go on dates with yourself, which that's a whole other topic for another day. But if you really think about it, it's, if it's something you've never tried, of course, it's going to feel silly. And of course, it's going to be like, why would I do that? So get comfortable with understanding those three different parts of our mind that we talked about in the very beginning, the three structures of our personalities, the ID, the ego, and the superego. And once you really do some digging and discover some things about yourself, I promise you, I think that you will find that the way you navigate will be a lot different. And like I said before, it's going to take time. It's not something that happens overnight. Fuck, I still struggle with it like all the time, but it doesn't mean that we're not still growing as people and changing and learning every single day. You have to be more patient with yourself. And if you're someone that's thinking, you know, I've been this way my entire life and I just don't see it changing or you, you know, you have that attitude, then that's already the first step of the problem. Get to know yourself, get to know your triggers, get to know your boundaries, get to know what's important to you, get to know, you know, your whole self, everything, not just the superficial aspects of yourself, like where you like to eat and where you like to vacation and things like that. Because at the end of the day, we all know that nothing changes unless we do. We do. We have to make a change in order for our health to change, in order for our relationships to change, in order for for, for, I don't even care. I'm going to keep that in there because whatever, I'm tired today. (laughs) In order for all of our quality of life to change, we have to look at ourselves and really ask ourselves the hard questions. So if you're someone that's in a season of change or a season of growth or transitioning into something new in your life, I implore you to really think hard and long about what it is you want out of life and how you're going to get it. Coming from someone who in the past has literally made every situation as hard as possible for my own self, I'm telling you, this is something that you want to do. I love seeing you guys interact with, obviously, the workout posts and the social media posts about fitness, but I also just appreciate how much you guys understand how big mental health plays a role in your fitness success. You know, a lot of people come to my podcast and they, they're listening to this right now and they're thinking like, this has absolutely nothing to do with me losing weight, or this has absolutely nothing to do with me gaining strength in the gym, but it does. When you gain mental strength, you gain physical strength, you gain all over strength because what a lot of people fail to realize and what I didn't realize until about a year in is that your fitness journey relies on you being in the right headspace. So if you're here for that, I'm just glad you're here. And if you could learn anything from today, just know that the most important person that you'll ever spend time with and that you'll ever get to know in this life is you. So spend that extra time getting to know yourself, get to know what your goals are, get to know what kind of people you want to surround yourself with and really understand that about you.
And if you're interested in more of a daily or more frequent update on these type of things, head over to my Instagram. It's my first and last name. You can also find me on TikTok. I'm a little bit funnier over there, but whatever. It's my first and last name. And if you have any personal questions or want to share anything with me, you can always shoot me an email. It's altendestiny at gmail.com. And you know, you guys, I love sitting here and talking to you about this kind of stuff because I really missed being able to just come on here and vent to you guys and really get feedback on what you guys want to hear. So head over there, let me know what you guys are struggling with, what you want to talk about, and I'll see you next time on Mind Over Metal.